It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Today's Locked On Reds, and in fact, every podcast episode for the month of May for the Locked On Reds podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. Reach for the best tasting protein bar that's actually tastes like a candy bar on the market today. Go to BuiltBar.com and in the checkout, enter promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for $10 off your first order. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into your daily source for the Cincinnati Reds throughout the offseason. This is the Locked On Reds podcast, and I'm your host, Jeff Carr. What's up, Reds fans? Welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I mentioned on the last episode of the podcast that we're going to be doing a time machine back to 2012. So, without further ado, let's hit that button here and let's go back. What's up, everybody? This is your man, Jeff Carr. I'm coming to you live. Okay, when I live, because this is like a podcast or whatever. From the great state of South Carolina. I'm on summer break, man. Just finished up year four of college. Yeah, I, I know. I think I got like a year and a half left or something like that. But whatever. The good news is the Reds are awesome. They just finished off a heck of a beatdown today. Beat up on the Colorado Rockies. I know Mike Leake didn't pitch all that well, and 
He was looking pretty good. He had a really rough start to the year. I was a little worried about him. Had three really good starts and then comes in and the the Rockies kind of hit him all over the place and they pull him early in the fourth inning, but the Reds still win 10-3. to It's just, you know, Marco Scudero and Tyler Colvin, those guys were having their way with Mike Leake on uh, this day in Great American Ballpark. But really good performance by these Reds. They're now a game and a half in first place. They're ahead of those St. Louis Cardinals, man. Screw those guys. But the Reds are so good. Everyone before the season was saying, ah, they might be okay. They might. They're awesome, guys. And we've got our newly extended first baseman, Joey Votto. He's going to be in the city of Cincinnati forever. We're, we're never going to lose our man, Joseph Daniel Votto, he's had a great extension, and, I mean, hell, he's leading the league, man, in batting, I think. It was, like, way up there anyway, hitting over 360. He's got an OPS over 1,000. Ain't nobody can pitch to that, man. He is an amazing batter for the Reds, and great overall day for a couple of guys in the Reds against the Rockies. Multi-hit day for Chris Heisey. He's looked pretty well. I mean, I, I know a lot of people were uh, kind of wondering if he could take the reins in left field, although Ryan Ludwig did pinch hit and ho- uh, uh, you know blanched a home run today. So there might be a little bit of competition there. Who do you see as the left fielder moving forward for the Reds? That's a question to be answered here in the coming days. But, man, it is nice to see. The Reds are third in the National League. The Dodgers, geez. 31 and 15. Good Lord, that is a crazy record, but really good season for them so far. And the Nationals are ahead of them, but the Reds are the number three seed in the National League right now. Absolutely phenomenal season. And they're getting the pitching. That's what everyone was worried about. We know they've got the hitting. They're, they're going to have the hitting forever. I don't even foresee a year in the future. I don't even understand how the Reds could be bad at scoring runs. That's just right now they are so good at that. They score so many runs a game. <laughs> it's it's phenomenal. I mean, they're like the Avengers out there. By the way, did anybody see that movie? I know it's been out like a couple of weeks, but Marvel's done really well, and I think they're going to have a nice uh, bit of longevity there. The Avengers, great movie. By the way, Thor, that dude is the man. That guy's awesome. Anyway, though, back to the Reds. Phenomenal. They just got done spanking the Braves. Here comes the Rockies. They're spanking them. They're just beating the crap out of everybody. We've got one of the best teams in the major leagues right now. And I got a couple of uh, things that I was thinking as I was watching this game. I'm gonna, we'll talk about that here in just a minute. But real quick, guys, there's this awesome thing called Built Bar. It's a protein bar. It's like super healthy, but it tastes like a candy bar. Go check it out. It's at BuiltBar.com. And I got a code for you. You put in the code Locked On. You'll get $10 off your first order right now. Really awesome deal going on. This company is amazing. You get $5 off each box when you order right now. I, I mean, it's so tasty. I've ordered like two or three, and they're really personal too. Whenever you order, but you know, place your order, they email you a thank you note. It's like a personal note. It's not an automated note. Oh, hey, this is the automated, automated thinking machine. No, no, no. It's a real person emails you, thanks you. They want your business, and they've got a lot of ways that you can benefit from their business with that ten dollars off your first order, five dollars off every single box for this week only. 
That's the week of Memorial Day. Go check him out right now. BuiltBar.com with the promo code Locked On. Lots of great flavors, lots of great taste, and it's super healthy for you as well. BuiltBar.com and the promo code Locked On. Also sponsoring today's podcast is the audiobook edition of 24 Life Stories and Lessons from the Say Hey Kid. In this reflective and inspirational memoir, the legendary Willie Mays shares the inspirations and influences responsible for guiding him on and off the field. Widely regarded as the greatest all-around player in baseball history, one of my favorite players to study in the history of baseball, the beloved Willie Mays offers people of all ages his lifetime of experience meeting challenges with positivity, integrity, and triumph. This special audiobook production includes a forward read by Bob Costas and a bonus conversation with Willie Mays and his co-author, John Shea. Whether you miss seeing your favorite players on the field this season or you're looking for the, the perfect Father's Day gift, 24 is the inspiring story of one of sports fans' favorite living legends and an awesome idea for a gift. Buy the audiobook edition of 24 now wherever audiobooks are sold. Some good music in this here 2012 fun. I mean, can't get no more fun than a song by fun. And LMFAO, actually, LMFAO, that song might be more fun because that that song always makes me laugh whenever I hear it. But anyway, when I looked at this game and looking at the Reds as a whole, absolutely phenomenal start to this point. We're leading up to Memorial Day. And the Reds are in first place, guys. This is this is amazing. I know that last year was annoying because 2010, we get the division title. And in 2011, oh, hey, we're under 500. But no, now the Reds, and, and I, know, I know I slip up and say we a lot, but I love the Reds. The Reds are 26 and 20 now here on May, after May 26th. And, and it's just so good. And, and looking at some of the notes, I wonder... I don't know if you're thinking this as well, but I wonder about third base. We've got Miguel Cairo starting the game there today, but we got this kid named Todd Frazier, and I think he's going to do something. This dude, he's got he's got some pop. Got some pop in his bat, and I think he's going to be a better overall third baseman than Miguel Cairo. I don't know. Maybe that's a little bold to say. I know he didn't really get a lot of playing time in 2011, so we're not really sure exactly what we've got in him. But I got a good feeling about him. I don't know. Maybe maybe you've got a different thought there. But Miguel Cairo is a decent player and all that stuff. I think Todd Frazier's got a higher ceiling. So I was thinking that. Also, I kind of mentioned the Ryan Ludwig and Chris Heisey debate to see who should get more playing time in left field. Look, it's annoying because I've been a Chris Heisey fan his entire career. I think he's probably like one of the best pinch hitters that the Reds have ever had. He comes in and he just absolutely lights the game on fire off the bench. And then it's just something about when he starts. He's just kind of okay. I don't know if that's a thing. I have to ask somebody about that. It, it, coming off the bench versus starting, is there like a different thing to that there? I, I don't know. That, that That's just me thinking out loud and obviously not thinking very clearly. But with him, I know that I, 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 I don't know. 
it's just a little bit confusing when I think about Chris Heisey or Ryan Ludwig because I think that Chris Heisey has really worked up to this opportunity to get to be the everyday left fielder. And there's just something about Ludwig. I know he wasn't a really celebrated addition during the offseason. Everybody was happy about Matt Latos, but Ryan Ludwig is looking pretty interesting as well. He might be a big part of this team moving forward for the rest of the year. We'll, we'll have to see how all of that plays out. And also the bullpen. Um, Mike Leake was getting shelled. The Rockies were hitting just about everything that he was pitching. And it was fortunate that they were able to kind of limit the damage, really. When you look at it, they got 10 hits. The Rockies did. It's not as if they were completely stymied on the offensive end, but they were held in check to just three runs. The The fourth inning was what got Mike Leake, and, and Dusty went out there and took him out, put him J.J. Hoover, and then the bullpen shut it down. This bullpen is looking pretty phenomenal. I mean, J.J. Hoover's pitching well. Sam LeCure comes in, pitches two scoreless innings, only allows a walk, and has three strikeouts. And then Logan Andrusik and Sean Marshall shut the door for the final two innings. Sean Marshall with a perfect ninth inning. Of course, you know, seven runs. You don't you don't get a save or anything like that, but didn't need to use Chapman today. Loved it. Loved the way that the bullpen's pitching. I think it's going to be a strength from here on out. I, I just love this pitching staff. And I know that the offense, we, we knew it was going to be there. But you look at Johnny Cueto, who is pitching like an absolute machine. This guy is going to finish the year, I think, as one of the best pitchers in the league. And I don't even think it's that that much of a stretch. I don't think you got to squint that hard to see it. But you've got such a deep rotation between him. you got Latos, and you got Bronson, and Homer Bailey's looking pretty good. I think we're going to be all right, guys. I think that this 26-20, and 20, there, there's some people saying, ah, the, the Reds, this kind of looks like a fluke. They're going to come back to normal here. And, of course, you got those stupid Cardinals fans that are you know, really harping on that. But I don't think it's a fluke. I think we're hanging out here for a while. So real quick, I just want to get a check on some statistics because I know we got some guys up there. Like I mentioned, Joey Votto just absolutely hitting the cover off the ball, batting 321. He's up there with the league leaders. Um, Miguel Cabrera, you're always comparing Joey Votto and Miguel Cabrera because those guys are two of the best hitters in the game right now. It's not even close. Now there's this trout dude. Coming up, this is Mike Trout. Last year, he got his first taste of ball in 2011. Really didn't do all that much. But now he's, like, really good. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> this guy, he might be fun to watch. Mike Trout over in uh, L.A. playing for the Angels. This dude might be a pretty good baseball player. And then, of course, you got McCutcheon over in Pittsburgh. I know that's their guy and stuff. I, I don't really think the Pirates are going to be that big of a threat or anything like that. But... Even looking at the rest of the Reds, I mean, you've got Chris Heisey, like I mentioned, batting 277. It's just the matter of between him and Ludwig. I won't go back into that. But you got him batting 277. Brandon Phillips is hitting 273 right now, usually batting out of the fourth spot. I thought it was interesting. I, I don't know. And that's a question moving forward, too, as well. Who bats leadoff for this team? We all want. Drew Stubbs to bat leadoff because he's an exciting player. He's fast. He's athletic. Just, like, doesn't like to take pitches. So then they have, you know, Dusty has Zach Cozart batting leadoff today. He's, uh, I, 
is he better I, I in the leadoff spot? I mean, sure, he's a, he's a pretty decent shortstop right now, but I don't know. Who do you have batting leadoff the rest of these, this year on this team? they got a great middle of the order, man. Votto, Phillips, Bruce, uh, maybe if they can get some more playing time for Todd Frazier, dude's absolutely amazing. And like I mentioned, uh, Ludwig hit a home run today. Mezzarocco, he's coming up hit a home run today. I know Ryan Hannigan's our number one dude, but Devin Mazzarocco's looking like a pretty decent backup catcher there, and he's going to be pretty good with the bat. I I think moving forward, I think we got our catcher of the future. I I know it might be a little early to say that, but I'm feeling pretty confident in Devin Mazzarocco here. Real quick, before I finish up today's podcast and go check out Men in Black 3 because that just came out and I'm stoked to go see that. But tomorrow's game, the Reds got the Rockies again. Jamie Moyer's going to be on the hill for the Rockies and Matt Latos will be starting for the Reds. Latos has struggled mightily to start this year. He's got a lot of people wondering why the Reds traded all those guys to get him. This next game could be the start of his basically counter-argument for saying this is why. This is why the Reds really shout out to get me and bring in another potential ace to add in with Johnny Cueto. We'll see what he can do against Jamie Moyer, the ageless wonder. If only 2012 me knew what was about to become of Devin Mesoraco and all those things. And the scoring the runs part, oof. <laughs> I wish the Reds scored runs like they did back then. That that was a great lineup. But that was a glimpse of the 2012 Locked On Reds podcast. Looking back, okay, I'm just kidding. That's it's just a fun little thing we're doing. Plus, 22-year-old me definitely would have said we when referring to the Reds that many times. That was not a mistake on my part. I kind of did that on purpose. So just in case any of those out there who like to harp on people who refer to their favorite teams as we when they're just fans, yeah, just you know, don't go crazy with that on Twitter. Anyway, thanks so much for listening to this Time Machine edition of the Locked On Reds podcast. We'll be back with some more Time Machine stuff this week. Going to have Stephen Offenbaker on. Also be talking to Bronson Arroyo later on. We'll be looking at his 2012 as he was part of that awesome pitching staff that year. But that's going to do it for us here today. Make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast on all the many podcasting platforms. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three F's and follow the show at Locked On Reds. Check me out on Facebook at Locked On Reds and on Instagram at Locked On Reds. All the social media stuff. But that's going to do it for us here today. Thanks so much for listening. Now tell your smart device to play Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.